Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, October 24th. You can wish the 40-hour work week a happy 82nd birthday. It was on this date in 1940 that it went into effect under the Fair Labor Standards Act. And on this date in 1980, the Guinness Book of World Records presented a special disc to the best-selling songwriter and recording artist of all time. Can you guess who received that honor? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Desk for your Monday forecast. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We are looking at a mild day today. Temperatures warm into the 70s. That's after a cool start this morning. Late temperatures in the 40s and 50s, so make sure to grab the jacket this morning. But this afternoon, we're looking at a pleasant day with high pressure and control. High temperatures in the mid to upper 70s for most of the area. And Future Tracker verifies again we are expecting plenty of sunshine for the rest of the day. In terms of our lows for tonight, we're back in the 40s and 50s, so another cool night with a mostly clear sky, but our seven-day forecast has warming temperatures. We're near 80 on Tuesday, right around 80 on Wednesday ahead of a cold front. Could see an isolated shower, but we're dry on Thursday with temperatures in the upper 70s. Have a great day. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now your morning headlines. Police say one person is dead after a shooting in North Charleston. According to the North Charleston Police Department, officers responded to Spruill Avenue just after 5 p.m. yesterday. When they arrive, officers say they found a man who had been shot. According to police, the victim died at the scene. Their name has not been released. Police have not identified a suspect at this time. Well, 12 years after a fatal shooting out of West Ashley, investigators are still searching for answers. Now, the Charleston County Sheriff's Office says 18-year-old Chad Brown died after being shot at a private party on Belgrade Avenue during the early morning hours of October 23, 2010. Deputies say another person was shot but later recovered. Deputies also say they questioned people who attended that party but have not been able to identify a suspect. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. 51 years later, the brother and father of Melissa Highsmith visited the Low Country this weekend after a potential spotting. Yeah, Melissa was 21 months old when she was abducted from Fort Worth, Texas. Emily Johnson spoke to the family this weekend in hopes of reaching Melissa. Melissa's brother and father passed out flyers all day on Saturday and held a vigil on Daniel Island on Sunday as they continue to search. A tip came to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children on September 9th, claiming someone had seen her on Daniel Island. The vigil at Waterfront Park on Daniel Island brought out community members as they tried to gather more flyers and brought everyone together for a prayer. Melissa's brother hopes the memory of her remains alive as they return to their homes. You know, when you go home and you, if you see this story, hug your child, give your, give your uh, family members a kiss and and thank God that you have them. And just be vigilant as a parent. 
protect your children. It's a scary world out there. And uh, we're hoping that uh, Melissa's memory will stay here and uh, eventually we'll find her. There's a $20,000 reward for anyone with important information on her whereabouts. On Daniel Island, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. Anyone who sees her or thinks they may know where she is should call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 800-THE-LOST. In Georgia, four people have been arrested after protesting in front of the home of a missing toddler. Chatham County police say they were called to the home twice over the weekend for complaints of people being disorderly. Officers say three people were arrested Friday night after they blocked the driveway to the home. All three were charged with disorderly conduct. A fourth person was arrested Saturday night for banging on the windows and doors of the missing toddler's home. That person is charged with criminal trespass. One-year-old Quentin Simon was last seen October 5th and was reported missing by his mother. Officials believe the toddler is dead and have said his mother, Leilani Simon, is the prime suspect in his disappearance and death. Hundreds gathered Saturday to attend a funeral for Officer Gabriel Torres, who was shot and killed outside his home last week in Raleigh. 15-year-old Austin Thompson is accused of opening fire in the streets of North Carolina's community, resulting in the death of five people. Two others were injured. Thompson is in the hospital with multiple injuries. After the funeral, the Raleigh Police Department led that procession from the church to funeral home where a private event took place for Torres family members. 29-year-old Officer Torres was on his way to work when he was shot and killed outside of his home. A historic downtown Charleston church is gearing up for some renovations that members say are long overdue. Yeah, congregation and community members gathered at Mother Emanuel AME Church over the weekend to bless support beams. The beams will be placed inside the church tomorrow to mark the beginning of major renovations. The 129-year-old building will be undergoing a $6.2 million renovation as the church needs significant repairs. Those renovations start next week. It will take about nine months to complete phase one. Now, Pastor Eric Manning says he feels as if they owe it to those who built Mother Emanuel to maintain integrity of that building. The church invites the community to join in tomorrow morning at 8 as they, those support beams will be placed in the attic. The end of an era as a third generation Somerville restaurant will serve its last sandwich today after more than three decades in business. Philly's owner Stefan Castellucci posted the news on the restaurant's Facebook page Saturday night. He says the decision to shut down comes in light of rising food costs, inflation and worker shortages. The restaurant prides itself on serving the Tri-County's only authentic and legendary Philly cheesesteak as it's the only restaurant that gets both its meat and bread from Philadelphia. Castellucci invites everyone to come out today for their going out of business sale. Everything will be 25% off all day. If you're wanting to give back to the community today, there's going to be a blood drive happening in North Charleston. The American Red Cross is partnering with Firefly Distillery for that blood drive. That's going to be today at the distillery from 11 till 4 in the Firefly room. All participating donors will receive a $10 e-gift card to a merchant of their choice. Donors can sign up at redcross.org and use the sponsor code Firefly. Early voting begins today across the state for the 2022 general election. Lauren Quinlan joining us live now. And Lauren, what do people need to know when it comes to early voting? Good morning. 
morning. If you are a registered voter in the state, all you need to do is bring your ID with you to an early voting location in your county. And officials say this process should be very easy and simple. I spoke with officials with the Charleston County Board of Elections, and they say this is something that is new for a lot of voters, and they want to make sure everyone knows what to do. In the past, people would usually vote on Election Day, but since the pandemic, early voting has caught the eye of many. Early voting locations will be open today through Sunday, November 5th, and they'll be open as early as 8.30 a.m. and will close by 6 p.m. except for Sunday, October 30th. Now, as long as you are a registered voter with a valid ID, you can vote early, but not everyone can vote absentee. A few qualifications include persons with physical ability, disabilities and people 65 years of age or older. Isaac Kramer, executive director of the Charleston County Board of Elections, says absentee ballot applications must be returned no later than this Friday, October 28th, and they'll be sending out ballots Friday as well. Now, Kramer says absentee ballots delivery time is dependent on the mail system, so it's best to get them in early or come in to vote if you can. I'm telling you right now, you're going to have a great experience. We have fully trained staff at each location. Um, it's where you work, where you live, uh, where you grocery shop. It's, that's where we are for early voting. We're near uh, major areas where people are aware of. Kramer encourages voters not to procrastinate this year and make sure their voter information is up to date with their current address and name. And if you need help, you can contact your local Board of Elections office. To find your early voting center, visit scvotes.gov or just visit our website at live5news.com. We'll have a link available. Live in Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Thanks so much, Lauren. Well, when it comes to voting, we do have you covered with the Live 5 Voter Guide streaming special. You can tune in to Ann and Roth tomorrow night at 8 p.m. You are able to watch our free Live 5 Plus app for Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, as well as the Live 5 News app or live5news.com. Well, today kicks off Red Ribbon Week, a week meant to encourage students and educators to live a drug-free lifestyle. Our Molly McBride joins us live from one of the schools participating in this initiative. Molly, you spoke to the principal of the Charleston Catholic School. Can you tell us why he feels it's important to take part in this movement? Yeah, Principal Fred McKay tells me they're taking this week to celebrate making good choices in both students and educators' lives and to talk to students about the importance of living a drug-free lifestyle. McKay says the school will be hanging red ribbons throughout the campus today and holding an assembly for the students. He says the school's main focus is raising awareness, especially considering the young age of their students. Although the students are young, if they can plant seeds about the importance of living drug-free now, he says it will hopefully stick with them through high school and beyond. Well, we want to be a part as adults, uh, especially teachers and administrators, of forming young people in the, in the right way. And uh, certainly this gives us an opportunity uh, to do that. For more information about how you can participate in Red Ribbon Week, visit Live5News.com and click on this web story. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned the Guinness Book of World Records presenting an honor in 1980 to the best-selling songwriter and recording artist of all time. The musician who received that special recognition was the one and only Paul McCartney. Celebrating birthdays today, actor Kevin Klein is 75. Actor Doug Davidson from The Young and the Restless is 68. Actor B.D. Wong of Law & Order SVU is 62. And rapper and actor Drake is 36. Thanks for starting your morning with Morning Y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.